0: Hello and welcome to Mean Mommy Kink Podcast. This woo. is oh woo. This is episode 19 all about switches, okay?
1: Yes.
0: We're going to have so much fun because both of us are switches, both of us being yes. Jackie Grio and
1: Miss Lola Sunshine.
0: We're going to have so much fun today. We're giggling cuz we've been talking for so long already. We're in such a good mood. <sighs> and I needed it it was just
1: some girl talk been, well I mean mostly plotting but you know if you don't have schemes with your besties what are they even for
0: <laughs> we literally plotting so you'll you'll find out or you won't it'll just come at you um but yeah but we're gonna start with our business spotlight <clears throat> So this one today is new for both of us. We were looking online, perving like we do. And I saw, or actually Lola saw them first, I should say, the name of this Instagram, everything444 underscore. And so that's everything, the numbers 444, and then a little underscore symbol. And I found out they also have a website, everything444.com. BigCartel.com. So that's everything. The number is com. Cute. So what are they? They are, I guess I shouldn't say, what are they? What is the store? <laughs> the store is a um, fetish leatherware. So we see, like, looks like collars, looks like. A harness belts just there's a lot of really colorful images here that I thought were super sexy and they're created by a black trans person so you had me at leather you had me at black you had me at trans I'm paying attention
1: right and everything looks right. so was, cute right like really good cuffs and really good like um straps for like thighs and things like that and like in fun colors like you know how we feel about color but also like how we feel about sets like I don't know if you all have noticed but most of the leather things and um, other like kink wear places that we featured make things in sets so that you can have a whole little outfit Um, so this person definitely does that and super cute looking stuff um I was really impressed there's a reel they did where they're trying on a harness and like styling it with different things and it's just super super nice looking
0: yes and they're cute too so that doesn't hurt
1: so that helps for sure (laughs) But yeah if you're like if you're like an old school old town leather person you get to like you can tell by looking at like someone's hardware and construction whether they know what they're doing or not you know what I mean like if you've long enough you can look at something and be like "Mm, no or you can look at something and be like yeah that's quality so like this is not some kind of wish.com looking shit this is like yeah it looks
0: constructed well so that's why we're mentioning it all the things that we've seen the designs look constructed well and that's what we're that's what's important to us when we're gonna share something that is leather fetish wear if you just want something fun that looks fun you can get
1: that on amazon But if you want something that's, you want something that's around for a good time and also a long time. Exactly. Spend a little money. (laughs) Exactly. And you
0: can like support a black business, a small business, a queer business. Like why not? So that's why we like to promote the folks that we do. So yeah, everything four 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 underscore
1: on Instagram. Love it. Today's topic. Yes. So I feel like we spent like a lot of time in previous podcast episodes talking about switches, just because we're both switches, such so just comes up naturally. It does. Um, yeah, I do want to kind of um, oh. clarify a couple of terms that we've done in the past, but never hurts to do them again. Uh, people will say the word switch and usually be speaking in a kink context. So um, someone that maybe enjoys throwing a flogger and being hit with a flogger or maybe enjoys, you know, being a a mommy and also being a baby girl, um, depending on the circumstance or some people even switch in their own relationships. Um, And then there's the term verse, which people tend to use for sex. Yes. So that doesn't necessarily have to do with kink. It doesn't necessarily have to do with DS. It literally is just like who's putting what in which hole.
0: You're reading my mind because I literally, my first question was going to ask you, what is the difference between a switch and a verse? And uh, so you've given your definition. So my definition I would say is that a switch is about me, not about my partner. So my partner can be whatever they want to be. And I'm going to relate to them based on how I feel is best to relate to them. So Mm -hmm. some people I've had partners where I could be a sub with them one scene and then I could do something where I top them another scene and I don't necessarily feel any um incongruity. I don't feel contradictory. It just feels like different ways I show up for that person, right? Right. Um in different relationships it can show up differently, different people can show up differently. And then as I've I, as I've aged and matured in what kind of relationships I want to have, I've just become such a good dom sorry to say I don't trust a lot of other people to top me okay same
1: (laughs) fucking same
0: um so it's not that I can't be a submissive again but unless Xena warrior princess becomes a real person you know like it's gonna have to be somebody who really brings that out of me and I'm not feeling that um so even though I have the ability to do that I've been that I could do it again it's just not something that comes out all the time. But I'm still a switch. It's sort of like the bisexuality of roles, right? right. You can be
1: a switch to I'm any still degree. still back at Xena Warrior Princess. I don't understand what that, what?
0: <laughs> she could bring anything out of me. I would just. Mm, wow. Yes, it was just, that was like one of my childhood roots. Like I was like, I am something because I like this show a lot, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> She was making things make sense before it made sense. Okay. So Zena, if you're out there.
1: I, I was you, once in the stage crew of a Xena musical. Ugh, talk dirty to me.
0: <laughs> and we
1: used to have large groups of lesbians take group trips to come see this musical.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because she helped a lot of people.
1: Okay. Her and Gabrielle. Anyway, my point is switching. <laughs> wow. Um. So yes, I, I would say that to me, The difference between switch and verse is verse is purely about an action, Mm -hmm. whereas a switch role can be about a physical action. It can be about an energy. Um, it can be about a relation to one person or another. Whereas a verse sort of thing, because you can be like a dominant verse, or you can be a submissive.
0: Yeah. verse is like an adjective. Like, it's like, uh, explaining right. what I'm doing. It's not really a thing. I am all the time. I feel like some people, I feel like now are making verse a identity, which I'm seeing. Well, top okay. And Here's the
1: thing. That's a so, you know, gay male culture has once again decided that limits and boxes are a great thing to do. Mm -hmm. I would argue the majority of queer people I know are verse, Mm -hmm. but in gay male culture, it's still a thing, whether you're a top or bottom. And now people are like, actually, I like doing a lot of different things with a lot of different types of people. I'm verse. So that is where that term is becoming more of a thing. Whereas before it was just like, I'm queer, I do whatever, like,
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's like, kind of where I was. My partner I was like... and I have a
1: discussion and that then we do what we want to do. Like yeah, we have it sex. was never. <laughs> but now we need a term for people on Grinder. And you know what? God bless. I hope they're having a great night. I hope yeah. they get whatever like words. They're after. Yeah, words like... are great, words are fine. Yeah. So as long as people aren't attaching bad things to any of these words, they're totally fine. But that is kind of where the rise of birth came from because it like it yeah, it's a female thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I think it's it's nice because, again, like you said, having a short word that makes it easy to describe, like, that you're into a bunch of stuff. Um, to me, saying, like, you're switching the inverse is like saying you're queer. Then an ask me for more information. Mm-hmm. Because I've told you like almost nothing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because saying you're a bottom does not necessarily mean you're what, we're all going to act the same. All the tops act the same. Like, no, obviously Mm -hmm. not. So switch is just a really interesting way of saying, I'm going to interact with you the way that it feels best to interact with you. We can negotiate it, but also you can't just take over or make an assumption. And I feel like uh, switches do come with interesting assumptions too. We should talk about some of the people's assumptions about... Tops
1: and bottoms and switches, right? Oh so- yeah. So when I when I first entered the scene, which was you know, in 1849, um- <laughs> <a bay> <laughs> <laughs> I didn't land on Rock. Rock landed on me. <laughs> anyway, um, so when I first entered the scene in Chicago, I was certain, pretty pretty certain that I was a switch. But also, I entered kind of the head pan scene and male doms were awful and scary and so i was like Ooh, you know what no i'm a dom and cuz i didn't want them touching me and they were like looking at me like i was meat and not in a hot way so i was i was and also i was told by old people at the time um that switches were not a thing and that they were just people that hadn't decided yet literally the same thing people tell bisexual people which is annoying it's so annoying um, <laughs> it's so annoying i'm going to do my and rant so mystery, was, but i'm going to let you finish Oh yeah, so I was told that like switches weren't a thing. So I needed to pick which way I was going and new people usually were bottoms. And I was like, yep, no. So I kind of came in as a dominant and you know, kind of like what you said, it wasn't until I found people that I felt that I could trust and really until I found the queer leather scene that I started doing any kind of bottoming really at all because I was not into the way bottoms were treated when they first entered the scene, which as far as I could tell in the headpan scene is still a problem, but that's a whole other topic. so that's kind of where I started. And it took me more of a while to get into the bottom part, of, like in, into like bottoming and on the switch side of things, like being on the other side of the slash because people didn't make it feel safe to do that for quite a while, which is kind of sad.
0: Yeah, I, I want to do my little, um, my little rant right here for a second because I do think a lot of folks when they first get into the scene, they're taught that, oh, you have to be submissive, you have to be a bottom, especially FIMS. Especially people who are seen as, you know, women or queers. I mean, everyone, it seems like that could be feminized in whatever way. They're told that they have to crawl first. But you'll notice the masculines, the top people, no one ever, like boys, men, whatever
1: you want to call it, they're not usually given that same speech and literally no one says to newbie het mail doms never it would be great if you got up against that cross and experienced vlogging first you're never you gonna be a master until else.
0: you learn how to clean my bathroom and suck dick these are things literally people have told me
1: that you have to learn like, before you it can... still happens to gay men but Absolutely. literally het male doms would never be expected to arrive at the scene mm-hmm. and bottom for everyone so they can get experience
0: In fact, and I've said this again, it's very, very common that as soon as a guy shows up with a clean t-shirt and some jeans on, they give him a leather patch. (laughs) He's got a house. He's got everything in the world. He's running everything in the world. He's got a fucking... You know what I'm trying to say I hat, not a yes. clean some T-shirt boots. and jeans. Bitch, I am I so lying? Much. Am I lying? Not you don't even, even got just a black T-shirt, like, just a black little... fucking motherfucking T-shirt and some motherfucking the dark Motherfucking, dark motherfucking Boots. <laughs> bitch, are you playing with me right now? Are you playing with me? And then every college educated oh, bitch I ever met had to crawl on a motherfucking ground of the dungeon to get some fucking respect out this bitch. Ah, oh, don't get me started. Anyway. So
1: I'm a respectable <laughs> person.
0: <laughs> so this is my problem with switches, right? And not, not my problem, but this is my frustration with switches is that a lot of times for fem people, switches ends up being, you have to be a sub or are you submissive or a bottom to the fucking everybody in the community. They do that to every, everyone do. They do it to bottoms and submissives too. I'm not saying that y'all don't have, also have these issues, but I'm saying if you're somebody who that's not even hundred percent what you want, you don't even necessarily get the opportunity to express yourself. If you come through as a new dominant femme, nobody respects that. You're a sex worker. Assumed, duh. And you know how we feel about sex workers. I mean, not me specifically, but you know how society feels about sex workers. Yep. So if you show up in a cute little outfit and some heels talking about, I'm in charge, I'm a dominant femme, you're a sex worker. From jump, even in these other communities. Yep. So it's just so frustrating that you go from either you're going to be the community hoe <laughs> cleaning the floor, or now you're the community hoe that we can call to, you know, get spanky spankies. It's just so disrespectful either way.
1: And so that's it my really frustration. Is. <laughs> that's my internal frustration. <laughs> and I think that is it's kind of like you said, it's it's a really more general disrespect of anyone that isn't like the masculine idea. Absolutely. Um, and you know the problem there is that like you like i said earlier if you then say i'm a switch they're just going to categorize you as a bottom because they Correct. don't want to afford you any sort of respect they don't want to talk to you as mm-hmm. if because you know there's a lot of leather scenes where like capital letter people do not talk to lowercase people or only talk to them some type of way which is weird protocols and stuff don't get me into right. it right like don't get me started. and like they don't want to afford you just like a be- basic, decent level of respect. Human respect. It's so like talking to you like you're an adult. So
0: like, <laughs> And let's just say, I don't mean no harm on my gay men, but some of y'all are just as bad if a dominant femme 100%. walks into this space. And I'm talking about cis 100%. femme, trans femme, it don't matter what kind of femme shows up in the space. You got a motherfucking problem with it because a lot of people are threatened. Or like think that you can get real touchy. Exactly. Do you know how many times I have my titties grabbed in a gay bar? I don't even have big titties. So when you have to look for my titties, you feel me? Like y'all just, <laughs> some of y'all,
1: <laughs> like some of y'all. Yeah, I think that like people are slowly starting to learn because if you hang out in gay male spaces, you do have to assert boundaries. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes those boundaries look like, hey man, can you not touch me? That's not okay. And sometimes they got the right one today.
0: Yeah, because I will go around grabbing dicks. So play with me at your own peril, okay? I'll treat y'all like I do every other man who tries it with me. So, but that's what I'm saying. I've
1: I've also with several other ladies put someone out of a gay male club because they Mm -hmm. touched one too many of us and we're fucking tired of it. So, you know, play around if you want to. Yeah, (laughs) feds usually travel in packs. So just say hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And if you touch one of us, you've now touched all of us and we don't like you. Yeah. We don't like you. You don't want that kind of day. So
0: So switches I don't I, I think that it's really important for people who have or want to be a, a submissive or a bottom or whatever to assert yourselves, I'm, you should definitely do that. And like, you're going to find a way to do that for you. Everyone should assert themselves. I think switches are going to have a different, specific way of doing it because you're going to try to talk to other dominants of different genders and you're going to get varying responses a lot of times based on how they interpret your gender presentation. Because I have noticed mm-hmm. like dominant people who are masculine regardless of their gender get more respect in a lot of communities and you're just going to have to be able to navigate that and especially if you're a a switch who does both publicly Mm -hmm. you're going to have a very different experience than if you're mostly seen as one versus the other
1: and you're going to have to be great about your boundaries you're going to also have to be kind of when i say great about your boundaries obviously we've been talking about being in public and being disrespected and like having those boundaries but also like your interpersonal boundaries because my yes. experience over the years as a switch is that sometimes some of my partners feel some type of way about that
0: mm-hmm. and That's i'm true. just
1: like you can have whatever feelings you want but that does not affect how i'm going to do things
0: yeah like it all so. sounds fun in games like oh i'm only gonna do this with Like, let's say I'm going to be dominant with women and submissive to men. Okay. So then at some point you're going to have a weird conversation with one of your partners and they're going to be like, why do you only want to be submissive to men? And you can have whatever answer you want to have. And there's no answer that's valid or invalid, I guess. Right. But also it's like, people may have weird feelings about how you choose to express this thing that you do. Right. I've known people who only want to do things with certain races. Some people are really specific about how and where they express whatever the fuck. And honestly, preference—the preference, the preference mm. conversation, the preference no. conversation—I I hate it personally because you make your preferences, bitch. Like if you decide to like grilled cheese, you decide to like grilled cheese. If you decide to like something, you decide to like something. If that's your shit, stand on it. I don't like the preference conversation where it's like you have to dog somebody else's choice. Or no, here's the thing, though, I'm not a fucking
1: grilled cheese. <laughs> So if your preference is Black people or especially like Black, like femme and women, like mm-hmm. presenting people. Fuck I've right met a off. lot of people I who I don't mean, want to deal with you. They only want to submit to Black femmes or they only want to do. I Or mean, fuck you, pay me. Like if you pay right. me a lot of money, I'll entertain your racism. Sex work. But sure. if okay. you don't, if you've not if you have not venmo me, then the answer is fuck off. And I know a whole bunch of folks that feel pretty much exactly the same way. And I know even more folks that are not any in, into any type of sex work, but the answer is just a flat no. So if you have preferences, I highly suggest you leave with your fucking wallet. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's true. Look, if you have preferences, you have to leave with your wallet. That's true. Literally that. I'm not even That's talking true. to you until you've put something in my Venmo. I don't fucking care. Anyway, <laughs> I literally, I'm literally, i not going to entertain you for free at all, it's like true. period. It's Usually true. I just block them because I don't have the time. But But, what I meant with like interpersonal things is like, I've had people that so much see me as their dominant that they can't mentally handle watching me either submit or bottom. Yeah. So I've had people that like can't be in the, like if we're in a big party, Right. And I've come with like a submissive partner because they're my partner and we're both going to this party. But I have a play date with somebody else where I'm going to be bottoming. They can't be in the play space. Like they have to be in the social area where they can't see it because it bothers them tremendously. And like if you have those kinds of feelings, that's a you thing. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. you can totally have those feelings and you can totally take care of yourself. What you're not going to do is tell your switch partner that they can't do X, Y, and Z or that it makes you feel super weird or that it's gross when you do this because that's a you issue you're not seeing your partner as a whole rounded person at that point and that's something that you can go work on in the social area Um, and you know the same thing conversely if you're with someone that usually submits and today they're topping or whatever whatever like if you don't have a dynamic worked out outside of scene Mm. in which case like every poly person I know that's into ds has multiple dynamics has had a lot of conversations about those dynamics and what the boundaries are Mm -hmm. right if you have not had those conversations you can't assume that the person that bottomed to you at the last party wants you to come up and act real toppy at them because they might be there with a different person and they might be in a different energy Mm. or even if they're not in a different energy it's just rude but like you know what i'm saying so like people aren't always good at these things ahead of time so you as a switch have to have your good boundaries interpersonally and be like hey tonight I'm playing with this and that I'm topping tonight and I've said that before I've had to be like I'm topping tonight I'm really sorry I'm not available to bottom for you I'd love to do it a different night but I'm topping tonight and you know I'm pretty choosy about my play partners and so those people have always been like okay cool but again you might have someone feel some type of way about it because they feel like they're entitled to you after they've topped you dominance I'm looking at y'all because you know good and well that that's what you fucking do
0: (laughs) yeah I I think that's a really good point I definitely remember being at some um kink event and I had just finished bottoming to some like intense fucking needle scene and then someone who I normally would top with showed up and they expected me to just be able to switch Mm -hmm. back into Dom for them and I'm like still free bleeding you know (laughs) oh my god I'm like, <laughs> baby, You're like, bro, do you see these
1: needles right now? Like- <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, baby, I can beat you up. I need to get some water and a carrot and take a nap or something first. But
1: Jesus Christ, I'm yeah. not doing that so, with you
0: tonight, you know, and so it switches. That's another thing, protecting your reservoir of energy, like how yes. much energy it takes to do one thing versus another thing. And just because you're capable of it doesn't mean you're required to do everything anyone wants you to do. You know, right.
1: You can have tonight- boundaries. I have switched at parties, but it takes a lot of energy to switch in the middle of a party and do like one scene with one person or a totally different type of scene with another person. It is a very big switch. So yeah, I have to plan it. to do, but yeah, you I have, have to plan, plan it. it. I have to know that I have enough time between scenes because, of course, like both scenes are going to need aftercare, all this sort of thing. Absolutely. So yeah. It's and much like, easier
0: to fuck multiple people in the night than it is to play with literally,
1: literally gangbangs. Much easier,
0: much easier. Christ, Fucking is so like switching easier. condoms and gloves and like going to the next yeah, person. And keep
1: on rolling. Like, but play so is like, easier. I got
0: supplies. I might have to change. Maybe I have to take a shower. I might have
1: wounds. Like I don't know. Also, like take... the headspace, like mm-hmm. it, to go from like having given up all of your space and letting someone mm-hmm. else hold it to yeah. being the person that holds all the space or yeah. vice versa is it's a lot like you need to really make sure you can actually fucking do that before yeah. you go ahead and, and try that in the same night Cause it, it it's it takes a lot and i don't do it unless I like i said have plenty of time between the scenes i'm not gonna like like you said with the needle i'm not gonna punch out of one scene and then immediately switching to another thing because that's i wouldn't do that period but especially not if i'm switching energy
0: and i, I think it's important to talk about the difference between activities and roles because I maybe can do two different scenes in a night if one is just an activity but the other one might be a role more intensive so maybe I could do a little you know see needles for me can be either or so if I do needles it might just be an activity that's fun and then later I get my bandages and then I could do something else that night as well depending on what happened and sometimes it might be like this scene is going to get 60% energy this one's going to get 40% because this one is more intensive for me than another one or the person mm-hmm. I'm playing with we have different skill levels and so I can't go all out with them anyway so it won't take as much to do this one scene versus some intricate thing we've plotted all year to exactly. do exactly you know so yeah. it's no two scenes are alike not even two scenes where you're doing the same thing, like as two spanking scenes can be very different and can Mm -hmm. take different things from you. So just because you can top, it's like, what does that actually take from you? What are you getting back also? Like- Right.
1: And also like the other way around as well, like if you spent a good amount of energy topping someone and had a great scene, Mm -hmm. do you then still have enough energy to be fully present in a scene where you're bottoming? Yeah. It's true. Because let me tell you what if you're tired mentally or physically the car crash can happen much sooner than you would think.
0: Yeah it's really true. I would say something that like masochists have to learn is that you can't take the same amount of pain all the time. No. So you could do a 10 with that one scene but this scene because you did a 10 now you can only do a two. So now you've affected the scene with this other person, just because you didn't space it out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You could have maybe had a much better time if you had gave yourself time to heal. Instead, now the second person scene may suffer, in fact, because you're not fully
1: able to engage. Well, and again, this is something that you can talk your way through, not just for switches, but like people that want to play with multiple people at an event. I've absolutely done that. And I've had play partners that have done that. The last time I had someone do that, they were talking to me like, This scene with this person starts right when the party opens. I'll need a little time for aftercare. Um, I'm not sure what they're planning to do. So maybe we can do this and that activity that's a little easier on me because I'm not sure how many, you know, how much skin I'm going to have left for, like, impact. Like, you can really just talk your way through these things, And then the person that you're playing with either wants to accommodate you or not. You know, they might say, we'll play a different time because I want to do something really more intense with you. Or like they could say, okay, cool. I'll leave behind the heavy paddles and just bring, you know, light or whatever. So you can absolutely do that. That should be part of your negotiation. Or if you negotiate so that People that, aren't surprised because I have been surprised I have been by surprised someone that is playing with someone else when I get to the thing. And I'm like, I brought the kitchen sink to this party and they are in the super intense scene with somebody else. And that can hurt your feelings
0: yeah because then they can't do anything with you or they just want to hug you and cry and it's like I thought we were gonna fuck but okay
1: (laughs) like like for real like they just or and also like the the time that that happened my scene was also like ridiculously late because that scene ran super long right and it's like if you told me like this is not you know what I mean like you just need to be up front and you need to like
0: I've also seen the reverse where people like planned it to be like I want you to play with so-and-so first because they're gonna break you in and then by the time you get to mm-hmm. me bitch get ready to die because we're gonna get down you know and sometimes oh, it's yeah like, I
1: call that the tag team
0: yeah those are fun too it's like you're had, getting so, pulverized
1: <laughs> so I had this like fun um I don't even want to call it a threesome because we weren't always together but like it was kind of like a mommy daddy situation cute and like there was one time where, like, something, you know, was, a, a note had come home from a school, and so I was in trouble, and I had been in trouble for several hours with daddy, and then mommy had something to do that night and came in, like, literally three hours later, and it was, like, mommy came home, read the note from school, and, like, tagged in, and I was, like, wait, this scene is now starting <laughs> over. <laughs> I know with a fresh top, bitch. You're about to die. Literally with to... a fresh top. They almost killed me. It was amazing. Um, but that's a great example too of like switches because this person, the the mommy in this situation, topped me but bottomed daddy. So that's like a great role for switches, like right in there in the middle. Oh, I and love so- it. Right, but she was like a super mean top. I, I actually did. I, there was a moment where like I, I like my life flashed before my eyes a little bit, and I was like, I've made some choices. <laughs> Listen, I'm
0: gonna tell y'all the true secret of kink is that all the best tops are switches.
1: 100 percent. Like oh, 100%. secretly, they're hundred percent. I can tell you why too. Tell me. Because we know what hurts you. Because mm. we know where those parts in body. Like we're not guessing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know we're not what guessing hurts. and checking. I've tested it we're not an old man beacon gynecologist you know what I'm saying yeah
0: it's kind of like the first time (laughs) someone fucks you who has the same body parts as you and you're and you both know how to use them well and you're like oh shit like we're both good at this the first time you have an experience with a like-minded evil sadistic like switch and they yes. know what your body can actually take and you can't cry and bullshit your way out of it. Oh my God. Literally that.
1: Because oh. that, here's the thing. So obviously people that have met me, I'm a very fun presenting person. And one of the many reasons I don't bottom often, my main primary one is the same one that you said, I'm very picky because I've topped for so long that like it's rare that I'm impressed enough to want to bottom for someone. But the other thing is there's this like weird mentality among queers with I would say less experience that femmes are breakable Mm. in ways they don't think mask people are it's really cute they just think we're delicate little china teacup flowers and I'm Mm -hmm. just like what in the world and so I have to play with people that understand that like that's not the case and I will be very fucking bored if you treat me that way um so like having a fem top when you're a fem they already know sadistic is the key word 100 they know you're not going to break they know you want your makeup to run because you're crying they know that you know they know how to take your clothes off because they're expensive Mm. but like also that you can take a lot more than people expect out of you so like Mm -hmm. that's like fem tops are the best um yeah but yeah like that's why switches make the best tops because we know where places hurt we remember that asshole thing that that top last weekend did to us. So now we're gonna do it to you. <laughs> I wanna say
0: that almost everyone I know who's tried like something like anal has this awful experience where they let some, I'm gonna say masculine person smash them and it hurt, right? But all right. Of the anal experiences I've had with FEMs have been flawless, slippery, wonderful, you know, did not hurt, no issues afterwards. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Because no. We know how to get in and out of little tight holes. (laughs) (laughs) We got a lot of holes, bitch. So what? Like, you know, like we could do anything. We can make you look pretty while you do it. We can make you look
1: a mess. Right. I love it. Also, I think there's like a communication barrier that a lot of people that are dudes have. Like, they're not going to stop and be like does this feel good or is yeah. this okay like yeah. they really should be but they're not gonna do that they're just gonna be like i'm putting dick in here and it's like this is boring or painful yeah, or whatever but,
0: but like sex and empathy can still go with sadism it can be
1: super hot it can yeah out how many times i've <sighs> made someone tell me what they want in bed it's so hot and also oh i'm getting goodness. information but also it's so hot to make them say it
0: right and if you (laughs) if you want to like something and not like it at the same time it's this like weird dichotomy then you have to tell me what you want and then I have to do something sort of like that but my way and -hmm. then you have to cry a little and then I have to feel bad for you just enough but not enough right (laughs) and it's this fun game I might
1: give you that thing that you asked for we'll see
0: or I'll just laugh like the wicked witch in your ear you
1: you never know you never know Um, I might be in a mood I might be in a mm -hmm. mood (laughs) I might be in a mood (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I I think that's, uh, again, same with verse people. Verse people are generally going to have more skills in bed because Mm -hmm. they, generally speaking, know what it feels like to be on the bottom so they can create that feeling for you or at least have like a jumping off point to start figuring out what would work for you. So So. experience is sexy. That's one of the
0: reasons switches are great. And Mm. even if you're a switch who hasn't done the other thing yet, There's a willing to be vulnerable, curious, the interesting in it. It's going to make you think about both sides of a situation in a way that sometimes tops don't do and sometimes bottoms don't do. Because a lot of times bottoms, I'm just going to say this, we all have our greedy fantasies, but when we ask for things, the top has to then actually think, what are the logistics of making this happen? Mm -hmm. And sometimes bottoms don't think, about the logistics that a top has to go through to make their fun gangbang happen. We had a whole gangbang episode. There's like, a lot of logistics. Let me tell you,
1: let me tell you from my days back as a pro um, the wild shit that used to hit my inbox and me sit there taking like three minutes to decide whether I could actually realistically do this or without killing you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then writing back, like, I don't think I can actually leave you in a steel box, you know, garage for two days i don't think that's gonna work you know what i mean like i'm just a romantic i'm like if i'm gonna keep you in my basement i have to really like you and also like if you die in this box like (laughs) so that's what
0: i'm saying logistics of being a bottom I mean, the logistics of working through what a bottom's fantasy is are complicated. And I would say the flip for like a top where you're like, I want a bottom who can take a hundred dicks at 80 miles yes. an hour. It's like, who is this magical person
1: who's doing this? Like you need yeah, a professional you, as well. Exactly. If Or, you know, if you're a bottom that can take a lot of things and you decided to start topping, realize everyone is different and everyone is not necessarily you and you know communicate with your people because I think like sometimes people are really nervous to switch especially bottoms that are starting to try to top for the first time um and I think part of it is just not being sure you're gonna have a skill set because it does take a while to get a skill set together yeah you have to learn also part of it is like this weird feeling even though you yourself have been hurt many times and enjoyed it that you're going to do something that hurts someone and they don't enjoy it Okay, you know? I want the responsibility has never been on you before, right? so
0: i I want to speak on something we talked we touched on briefly, but this is related to this, which is that that idea that you have to learn by being a sub or slave or whatever first, and then you like work your way up like kinky college or something to finally be a dom, <laughs> right? So I think there's two ways to look at this. like on the one hand, I did start as a submissive. I had a period where I was a slave, but I always the whole time, felt like a switch and even though I was calling myself that I was still doing you know switch activities with whoever I wanted Mm to you know and then eventually I just got comfortable with being a switch I was worried about using the word because I saw the way they were disrespecting people who just stood as that if you stood as a Mm -hmm. one or the other of something else people respect it kind of like gay and straight people were respected a little more than they respect bisexual so I felt like switch was in that same realm so it took me a while to really like claim I'm a switching matrix, you know, like I could do whatever the fuck I want to do. Um, but I will say that through the process of starting quote unquote at the bottom, it did help me develop empathy that I, that I saw that some tops lacked because they never had to get hit with a paddle that hard before. They've just only hit people. They, they'll, people mm. will like will make toys that they would never allow on themselves just to torture other people. It's like, there's a level of, of um, distance that you can create where you don't really yeah. even realize what you're doing to people. And so as as right. a person who was a bottom switch, slave, sub, whatever, I was like, okay, some of these toys are not safe because of the way you're creating them. You're creating them from your, your sadism, but you're not creating them for this person you're playing with. You know, right. you're not thinking it through. So that was helpful. But I will say also like that empathy that I learned from that process does not equal the skills that i then had to learn in order to be a top so i don't think just starting from the bottom on your way up is the same as kinky college because i still had to learn those skills separate from understanding the empathy that i got through that process does
1: that make sense what i'm saying it does yeah because i came in the opposite direction Mm -hmm. i came in as a switch who again kind of had the same experience you had or people like you have to pick. So I came in as a dominant and mm-hmm. I just had to go to classes to learn the skills because I did not trust a majority of the people in my, you know, whatever area to hit me with right. things. So it's not like, I don't know y'all like that. Um, it's <laughs> so, like, seriously, for real. And like, it, it was a lot of layers. Like it was being in a head fan space as being black in a mostly white space mm-hmm. it was just a lot of things and like I bet I nice people who are very interesting but I didn't want any of them to hit me with anything so I had to like I just went to classes I learned my skills that way um you do want to make sure you have a solid skill set before you start you know going at people with literal weapons yes. but I did not bottom for quite some time and like I was just relying on what my bottoms were telling me felt good and felt not good and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned a lot that way too. But my perspective, once I started switching, changed so much. Like actively mm-hmm. switching changed so much because I then was like, oh, that feels like that in that spot or that mm-hmm. spot's worse than here. Or, oh, if I put clamps here, that's awful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I actually, believe it or not, became more sadistic. You're, <laughs> It's true. It's true. Mine went the other direction. I was like, ooh, now I know the worst places to hurt you. Like before I was being way too nice. <laughs> but it's true. But now I know why. Because the thing
0: that would make me mad as a bottom is when people would do the worst thing to me, but they didn't even understand
1: why it was the worst thing. It's like. Right. Where they like me come like out this. the gate with the worst thing yeah they wouldn't the- know how to like build the scene properly because they didn't yes. understand how much that that thing hurts so, like they wouldn't understand that like if you do that it's end game or like mm-hmm. you better wait till i like, have a whole bunch of endorphins before you do that dumb nonsense to be about like, with that
0: shit are you like- trying to torture me for
1: information or are you trying to be sexy like what do you want because i'll start <laughs> even telling you secrets if you stop doing that even like- <laughs> even if you were trying to torture someone for information you don't start off with the like immediate high levels of torture because it leaves you nowhere to go as someone that's tortured someone for information before I can tell you you always want to start off with a nice conversational tone to see if maybe you don't have to torture them at all and then it escalates (laughs) it always escalates (laughs) I'm sorry I got so excited (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh god and that's the beauty of switches is that we understand the actual endorphins that you're gonna go through because we felt yes. it like i've tortured somebody and i started like, sweating and you- i remember the time it happened to me i'm like oh i know this shit hurt bad because it should
1: hurt me too well- or if you've never experienced that brain chemistry, it's a very different brain chemistry. And mm-hmm. so with topping, topping has its own brain chemistry yes. as well. Yes. Like If you've just never experienced that flight from one side or from the other, then you just don't know what it is. And like you said, you don't have to switch. You don't have to experience that, but it's, it, it's nice. If you have that extra information, then you're kind of like, you know, you're someone that that just again has like you know inside, a little bit you're yeah. the inside man literally you got a little you're, bit you're of insight man.
0: yeah it's just so it's like i really have seen tops like strictly 100 tops and they'll be thinking about how they're going to torture someone during a scene and then one submissive will just say why don't you make them stand on rice or something they'll just give one suggestion right and that person was the most evil suggestion because they're speaking from experience like it's almost like some hazing shit. Like switches are like because someone Literally. tortured me, I am going to do I'm it. Gonna pass next. that along to
1: you. <laughs> we take our torture and pass the savings on to you.
0: <laughs> it's true. I remember everything evil anyone has ever done to me, and yep. I'm waiting until it's consensual, and then it's my turn. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Right, like yeah. it's there are so many great places on the human body that you wouldn't even realize. Oh my much god. You.
0: Oh my goodness. No idea. Yeah, and
1: um, it won't kill you. They'll just make you like low key wish it had.
0: I just have my like hands put together in like a steeple motion while I'm talking to you. <laughs> the and Mr. my
1: Burns. yes, I do. I'm doing that. Hey, and my I'll <laughs> keep licking
0: my lips. I'm so excited. I've always had this in me. Like some people like pranks, and I've never been a prank bitch. I hate pranks, you know. But if you let me, if you're like, oh, I'll let you do this. I'm like, wait for real. <laughs> you're gonna let me do that that's like my favorite game it's a
1: poor decision on your part. it's my favorite
0: (laughs) game and so kink just lets me play that game with people's like nipples and buttholes and
1: all kinds of stuff it's (laughs) it's amazing we can't have anything nice we can't so being a
0: switch was like it was like ding for my little bisexual heart Because, you know, I'm always going to be a dirty queer. I'm always going to be a kinkster. But ultimately, truly, I, I can't speak for any other bisexual. I know there's other kinds of bisexuals. There's pansexuals, everybody out here. I always really could be attracted to anyone. Like, I could be attracted to anyone. I feel that potential, even if I'm not attracted to them because of how they talk Usually it's the things they say out of their mouth that turns me off. Literally it's not that. their body. Like,
1: Literally that.
0: Anyone physically, I could be attracted to but then they start speaking stupid shit, and then I'm like, oh, the I'm sorry.
1: Out loud. Oh and you're my like, god. Ugh.
0: god! Right, and then my pussy just Your runs sexy away. Meter
1: is plummeting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and then like, I can't get no. it back.
0: Yeah, it's like everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I meet you, you start being really fucking hot. And then immediately, once you open your mouth, you determine how sexy you will be to me moving forward. So that's how I know I'm bisexual, because the fact that everyone starts fucking hot is probably not everybody's experience, right? So bisexual, but then I feel the same way with kink. It's like when I meet someone, I could be like, ooh, you could be my sub. Like, maybe you want to lick my shoes, you know? I was like, you have the potential to be something sexy for me. But then you open
1: your mouth and I'm like, "Nah, sorry, bro, you know? you can't do that yeah. like you, you haven't earned it but for a hot minute you, there let me take my shoes off and shove them in my purse I don't want you near them at all <laughs>
0: <laughs> but for like one for like one minute I considered it and then you started talking so I'm sorry for right. you right mm. the potential did exist and that's why I know I'm a switch like could nice. anyone dom me at this point no at one point when I was younger I was literally throwing myself into doms like I, I was very much a daredevil submissive. I felt hearty. So I was like, I could probably get beat up by that guy. I could probably get beat up by that chick. And I definitely misjudged many, many times. But <laughs> but when you misjudge, you still have that experience and you're still like, you damn, well, something.
1: I you did learned. live.
0: Yeah. So I, can, I guess also, I can. Like, you, you found a limit. Congratulations. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was showing up to the dyke events and I was like, nice. There's a lot
1: of scary ladies here. Le- you know what? One of my favorite things ever to watch someone land in a document that clearly is coming from the headpan scene. Oh my god, that was those me. individuals are not prepared. It's no. so great. It's so great to watch. I some was so Play party because they're just like. First of all, there's usually like at least six scenes happening at the same time where somebody might actually die so like you walk yes. and you're like jesus christ there's someone hanging upside down and bleeding and that kid's being boot kicked by three people and that kid over there you know it's just ridiculous okay and- i'm gonna
0: describe every leather dyke party one person is walking around with their brand new strap on and they're not even gonna use it they're just walking around with it so everyone why can
1: see why are we like this
0: one person is getting <laughs> fisted in the corner in a swing <laughs>
1: Um, and the something... person next to them is also getting fisted in this one. Yes, there's
0: at like least one fister. Correct. Yes, they're mm-hmm. wearing black gloves. I don't know why. They all have the same gloves. I don't make the rules. I have
1: black gloves. Wow. They okay, all have dude. black gloves.
0: Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> there's like three people who are either like having a conversation where they're laughing or like someone is sad because the person they came with is playing with someone else.
1: Mm-hmm okay mm-hmm.
0: correct correct
1: um there's usually there's, like also a group scene that's like really raucous and you're not quite a, sure exactly who's topping and exactly who's are hanging out someone's squirting exactly there's like three people it's tops but one isn't
0: actually a top they just came with somebody and they feel comfortable to be involved in the scene and everyone's right. cool with them. friends yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah that's absolutely what's happening <laughs> that's absolutely what's happening a hundred percent and there's a tray of vegetables that's exactly why are they
1: always the same vegetables mm-hmm.
0: yes I've been to every party. Yes.
1: Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. No, you're, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't about to.
0: No. I love us so much. And if it's someone's house, it's a potluck.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent.
0: You're definitely fucking on someone's couch at the potluck. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I love us so much. So I had a question, too. Like, okay. I know that you, I think you and I probably switch a little differently because I know there are folks that, like, we'll switch in a scene or mm-hmm. we'll switch like with the same person. Like there are switch couples and switch yeah. like switch fights where like yeah. everybody switch fights or like, everybody's a switch. So like tonight I'm spanking you tomorrow. You're spanking me. Um, I don't work like that. I generally will only be one direction with one person because mm-hmm. my brain just doesn't do that. Like it would be very difficult for me to be like this person mm-hmm. that was like bringing me tea and, you know, licking my corset yesterday is now going to throw a flagger at I me mean, like that's generally not how that works i mean i there's been a couple of rare times where i've made exceptions usually those exceptions were like very well negotiated and for very specific reasons but like generally speaking i don't do that um so to me i switch different energy with different people mm-hmm. okay but how do you do it are you someone that can switch with the same person
0: um yeah actually so um It's interesting because once again, if we talk about switch as a role versus switch as the thing that you do. So I definitely had some relationships where when I was first learning about power exchange, we would take turns. And Mm -hmm. so literally it could be flipping a coin. Like, you know, for instance, in my marriage, before we ultimately decided that I was going to be the dom I was always sort of into sensations and things and they were actually the person who introduced me to kink before I, before we got together, I didn't really know much about kink. So being submissive with that partner at that time was like one of the ways I was learning. Right. So, Mm -hmm. but because I was also interested in being a dom and they were also interested in being submissive, we would switch. And so in my long-term relationship, we had like literally flip a coin Whoever was in charge was in charge. And then we would usually do something like whatever the person did last to you, you'd like try to get them back for or something like that. Oh my so goodness. It was actually outrageous. Um, so <laughs> they did Vindic- some
1: vindictive switching.
0: Yes, it was vindictive <laughs> switching. And so they um had me do some like, okay, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I've never been a blowjob girly. Like I know how to do them and I know how to do them well, but I do them for efficiency's sake. I'm not an artist. And some wow. of y'all are dick sucking artists
1: right so i mean it is a skill set
0: it's a skill set and i've always been about efficiency i've never been about longevity and some bitches just like doing it for funsies and that's fine i'm not hating those other things i like to do but at this time with this partner they their whole thing one of the things for me submit submitting was like sucking their dick for a long time versus something that i didn't really like to do right so that was like a, a thing that I was giving up control over I'm like fine if you want me to suck your dick for an hour, fuck an hour I'll suck your dick for a fucking hour so I did that I won I still you know got what I wanted whatever but then you know I'm like okay so later on when it was my turn to switch I'm like okay well we're never doing that again um, <laughs> any, anytime <laughs> I suck your dick it's gonna be 15 minutes tops you know and that's if I'm nice it's probably gonna be 7 because I know how to do it right you know what I'm saying <laughs> My god (laughs) i must take it i'm gonna take the whole thing off if it take longer than 15 minutes straight the fuck up and so then um i did this dom thing where i made them low-key regret it and i sucked their dick like i was like you're never gonna want this again and i made sucking their dick like a dominant act so it was the same act but one act was me doing it in a submissive way and Mm -hmm. then doing it in a dominant way and literally after i sucked their dick as a dom they never wanted me to suck their dick again like they were done
1: they still came sort of curious as to what you did
0: um i've always told people that i think it's funny that sucking dick is considered submissive because i have my teeth on you and no, I didn't oh, bite them. I didn't bite them. Didn't you? I didn't bite them. I did not bite them. Mm, and everybody came. I don't came. Know if I believe that. I did not I don't bite know them. If I believe that. But what I did I was you? remind them where they were. Okay, bitch? Wow. I reminded them where they were. Are you not fitting to grab my head and... No. Where you are is in peril, bitch. So calm down and focus. And then my tongue, that's, that's what my tongue has to do. But, you know... I was in charge. That's the point I'm making about switching, right? You can do the same right. activity. I was in fucking charge. When I suck a dick, it's my dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Period. That's true. It's, it's 100%. my dick. 100%. When, he, when I did it with them, it it, it was their mouth. My, my, my mouth was their mouth. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I was doing it in a different right. way to appease them, to give them the sensation that they wanted. And then I had to think about it later when it was my turn. I was like, how am I going to do this so that you will never think That that is about, you know, that again. And I, it it was really the energy. It's how I talk about it. It's how I look at you when I do it. It's how you feel when it's done. Even when you're satisfied, it feels like I'm satisfied. You know, that's Mm -hmm. the energy I'm bringing to the the activity when I want to be in charge. And so I can flip it with the same person. If I have like a reason or a focus, right. If I have
1: motivation, I can do it like that. I think the only couple of times that I've done something similar-ish is generally not from the top because when I'm chopping fuck you I don't take requests I mean I take requests but you know what I mean like sure sure like a DJ like maybe for (laughs) exactly I will hear your request and we'll see if we do that it's exactly like a DJ this is my party we'll see if I play your shit that's exactly it yeah it's exactly what it is um if I like that song yes if not fuck off like (laughs) my fucking playlist I don't know whose party you think this is so yeah there's that um but the other time that I've done that activity wise, it's because my top asked me to. Mm-hmm. So they wanted the sensation of like being hit with something heavy. Yeah. For like, because, you know, because there's a bunch of reasons why people like to be hit with heavy things, but like, yeah, fun massage fact, chronic- is really. Exactly. If you're a chronic pain person, it's kind of great. So, mm-hmm. like, there have been times where they know that I am topped and have those skills, like I'm, I'm a top and I have those skills. And so they will ask me to do it. And I will do it because they asked me to. So it is not in any way me yeah. switching energy wise. I'm throwing floggers at them or hitting them with something, whatever, because I've been asked to as a service. Yeah, I feel like squashing is like that too.
0: Like I've definitely walked on mm-hmm. people as a dom versus just walked on them because they like the sensation of my body weight. And so mm-hmm. in one way, it's a service to you. In another way, it's like me asserting my power and dominance. It's the same activity, yeah. but how I interact with it is different and how it feels is different. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah,
1: it. but yeah, I've never like switched energy with the same person. It, that would be, very odd to me
0: I mean ultimately it felt like a battle of wills in that particular scenario and so I think if you're okay with
1: that that's the energy that I like sense from a lot of switches so a lot of switches love that battle of will tension that like who's gonna win quote-unquote absolutely obviously everyone wins but like who's gonna come out on top today who's gonna you know whatever and like you know obviously there are no losers because if you're a switch and you quote unquote lose and you have to bottom oh no I have to bottom come yeah on. it's the worst when everyone oh makes no me come. I'm getting fucked today oh no yeah so it's like <laughs> no one's losing per se but like everyone enjoys that um that sort of thing I Whereas, definitely like- knew a switch couple where they
0: were just going at each other back and forth it was like Tom and Jerry almost like they could just <laughs> <laughs> and like only they really knew who was in charge and it was only for like a day at a time max it's like they won the crown this time it's very much like wwe who gets to keep the belt is you know literally debatable and that's kind of a fun energy if you are both able to keep that up and if you have like clear boundaries on when to pause the yes. game yeah
1: so one of my favorite things that i you know if anyone that has remotely listened to this podcast and knows me knows that i'm very much not interested in straight people sex i'm sure they have it they must they have children but i don't know or care what that looks like Like, yeah they don't have sex they just have children that's it i don't know whatever this historic i think anyway the (laughs) only time i've ever been like actually like that's kind of interesting about straight people sex is i in that pen scene a long time ago i knew a couple that would switch fight in bed
0: To Mm. figure out
1: who was getting fucked that night Because they both enjoyed bottoming
0: So like
1: she'd have a strap on And he'd just be dick out And they'd be wrestling in the bed To see who was going to pin the other I know exactly who this couple is. And I'm is, like, actually. now we're talking, now we're fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, I know
0: exactly who this couple is. And that's the, and that's essentially what we had at some point near the end. We, it was basically like, who's gonna get fucked? And I usually would win. So it was just a fun
1: game for right. me. It was like, you know, and that was switch like, fights. And I think it was because that was like close enough to queer that I was like, that's interesting. But yeah, that's like the one time I've been like, hmm. But yeah, that is like, to me, what I think of, what I think of like switch wrestling. I always think.
0: Yeah. That so you just you have, have to have a way of like... establishing timeout and boundaries and you have to actually listen to them. It can't be like bullying where one person listens and the other one just, you know, takes it too far all the time. You know, it shouldn't be like some sort of weird hazing ritual. It should be fun. So as long as you right. it shouldn't feel like anyone is
1: actually losing. Correct. If Correct. you feel like you've actually lost, you should read out because you're not going to be having fun feeling like I have officially lost and I am ashamed of myself for losing. And so now I'm going to begrudgingly resentfully do these things I didn't want to do. Don't do this. And you have
0: to build in aftercare, especially if y'all have some sort of one ups men relationship, you have to, everybody Mm -hmm. has to take breaks or else you're going to start to be mad. They keep punching the same bruise over and over again. it's going to get old, even if it's sexy at first, it's going to get old.
1: I think for me, like the reason I don't switch like that is the same reason I don't play with brats. Like I just don't want that power struggle. It's not sexy to me.
0: Yeah, I don't mind a little so. struggle. I'm usually arguing with myself, so arguing with somebody else is a nice pace. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I have a problem <laughs> with that.
1: Um, right. Whereas again, I'm not going to cheat you. I'm not going to wrestle you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you you're people, getting a different. I like. Restrain them so they're not able to punch me back. Like, it's It's... You're getting a different, you're getting
0: a willing victim is what you want. You want a willing victim. Correct.
1: Or I want a top that wants to hurt me and does not expect me to fight them and talk back.
0: So actually, this is a really great distinction. You want a willing victim. I want to be a consensual bully. Yes. So that's why the things we like look similar, but are still different. Mm Mm-hmm like and I, I want to pick say on that you. like
1: the yeah. person that, that is in again in the fight isn't willing it's just that they want that tension they want that fight they want that not knowing what the outcome is going to be correct but I yes. very much want to know what the outcome is going to be because I'm driving the bus
0: yeah you want like a little cult cult victim who's like um oh, you know that
1: would be so lovely get you on know, the slab I've always and... wanted to get enough people together to play sister wives <sighs>
0: That could be so much fun. We could do a little Halloween like, outfit maybe. We'll figure it out. We'll figure Maybe it like out.
1: little matching pastel prairie dresses and the big bump and the braid and just you know. <laughs> Are we all pregnant? I don't know how this is going. Wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know what you mean by we. I'm the man in this family. I oh my. A lot of wives.
0: Got it. Got I'm it. You, I'm
1: gonna get you all pregnant. All oh, you my pregnant. oh my for god. Oh my god. For the Lord and the Prophet, all of you will be pregnant by the end of our scene
0: see we i would be down for this and I'm entire i'm gonna send you scene. to go make bread and hang out the laundry see i'd be down for this entire scene until i start mentioning the alien eggs and now you don't want to play with me anymore but you can still impregnate me for the lord i just want to have an alien baby Listen, when we're done
1: mormons and fundamentalist mormons only believe in aliens for like a hot second it's not that prevalent in the book of mormon it's definitely there though can we be scientologists then no, they're just not sexy. <laughs> they're not as sexy as the Mormons. They're fucking not. Like, Scientology is the least sexy religion in the planet. Not saying something. Okay,
0: we'll have to make a new cult just for us. Okay, let's get out of this this world, but we have to create a new cult for ourselves. But I do want <laughs> alien impregs as well. Like, we have to get oh, all God, of everybody I didn't pregnant. I agree to that.
1: I just said sister wives and pastels. I don't know where this alien she keeps coming from.
0: You said a bump, and I obviously assume that you're getting a your sister. I do love saying that that's not
1: yeah the old-fashioned
0: way the way do we James have to edit in. this out of the podcast i don't know if people can know no. any of this
1: people know you're a freak Damn. <laughs> Damn. you've already talked about your weird alien egg shit before they're on I to you
0: love aliens y'all so much like i if they come here and they offer health care i'm getting in the van
1: wow i'm getting healthcare. in the van <laughs> they won't have a van they're aliens they'll have a ship they have a van bro i don't care if they also so need if you care healthcare... if someone has driven up to you in a van saying <laughs> get in there's health care that is not an alien that's a kidnapper i need to run listen are we going you to mexico because i still might go oh my god i still might go bitch I mean, this place is awful well this might be the last podcast since jackie's hanging out looking around for vans to pick <laughs> them up and take them to mexico so been real y'all i'm glad you've tuned in for as long as you have appreciate
0: you i'm pretty sure we could still do this when i'm in mexico if they let me have access oh my god
1: no so switches see how we switched
0: to that that's good yeah you Uh, see that uh, uh, at the same time even um yes switches are great what else should people know about switches like other um myths or things preconceived notions or ways to navigate not
1: indecisive basically all the things that it you know good and damn well not to say to a bisexual don't say to switches they're not indecisive they don't have to bottom and top exactly the same amount to every single person like correct they don't have to be like oh i topped three times last week so i must bottom three times this week like that's not how that fucking works yeah um hell they might be in a relationship where they're like owned or something and can't do the other side of their thing while they're in that relationship because of the parameters of the relationship so again just like a bisexual Leave them alone with that shit. Don't have weird expectations about like what you think qualifies them to be a switch. That's just don't. Um, switches hold your boundaries. You will have to have twice as many of them as someone that's a top or a bottom. So have mm, boundaries, from the tapping, boundaries from when you're bottoming, boundaries around all that shit. Um, negotiate your shit like a poly person if you're actively switching. Get on that scheduling, get on that communication, make sure everybody you're, you're seeing is on the same fucking page before things
0: spiral i'm gonna say my one little um, piece though is that folks like we said the feeling of learning empathy as a bottom does not automatically make you uh, a qualified top and so learning right. off of the internet at individual classes taught by professionals who have experience is one of the best ways to learn reading books is helpful you know mm-hmm. but instagram graphics are not Not making qualified top tops. Like that's not (laughs) how anyone in history ever.
1: Mm -mm. Anything online is a great starting off point for your research, but should not be the only thing you did.
0: Absolutely. I love porn. This doesn't mean porn is teaching me the specific way to fuck my partner. It's just giving me information, but that information is not necessarily relevant to what I'm Mm -hmm. doing. So until you have someone you can actually talk to and ask questions, like if you want to learn how to flog, somebody needs to be in front of you showing you how to flog. It's not just watching a YouTube video. It's also having someone look at how you're holding it. You might be holding it wrong based on the video because you don't see yourself or you don't know what to look Mm -hmm. for. So an actual teacher, an actual teacher.
1: Um, I would say also for tops going the other direction, learn to be in your fucking body. Mm. Because when you're topping you don't necessarily have to be mm, like true. the best tops I know kind of also are, but you don't necessarily have to be like really in your body, like down in there. You can be an and observer so, like, sometimes, yeah. You can be an observer, and also at the top, you have to be hyper vigilant because you're watching out for things that could go wrong, things Mm -hmm. that could hurt someone, technique, etc., cleanliness and safety if you're doing needles and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's always a part of you that's not completely sunk in because you have to make sure that the train doesn't crash. So, you as a bottom now have to learn to let go of all that shit and turn your brain off and be in your body, which is easier said than done, trust Mm -hmm. me.
0: Trusting yourself, trusting this person, trusting the supplies, trusting this
1: person, trusting the location. Trust issues when they mm-hmm. start bothering. I it's am certain. that. It's it's me. Hi. It's high. From, yeah. It's me. <laughs> Literally yeah, that. Exactly that. Trust exactly issues. That. So like yeah. trust issues. Just and that's again why I wait for skilled tops. When I like to be flogged every weekend, sure. Am I gonna let a new person do it? Nope. So you know up to you I, what you want to do a, in that regard I was a really rough and tumble sub bottom
0: and I really threw myself into situations with tops who were not qualified or all kinds of things mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I survived but I would never ever ever suggest that everyone just do what I did I really think folks if you take the time to find people that you can actually trust and like to do these things and there are people in the community who are willing to do that with you without dating you like you can find right. someone to do this stuff casually even it sounds wild but you can get casually pissed on you can get casually cut you can get casually fucked. like it doesn't yep. always have to be your utmost romantic partner if you just want to have these experiences so that's great but also it has to be someone that afterwards if you say ow that actually really hurt me that they give a fuck like right. and that takes someone who has experience and empathy and patience and sadly and willing to set their ego aside and sadly sometimes even the experience tops are assholes I'm not trying to say right too much ego too much fucking ego you'll see that a lot too if you're new sometimes you go to experience top which I guess makes you feel nervous to do when you do that and then they treat you like you're just another disposable kinkster mm-hmm. like oh I I tie up 80 people you want to be 81 it's like no bitch like
1: (laughs) you know right I have a name goddamn it like yeah
0: I remember a friend of mine Katie had that experience where she was talking about like every time this guy tied someone up he would like take a little marker and write it down it's like are you literally making hashtags in your book
1: about people gross ew that's gross do that shit at home if you're gonna do it at all that's gross yeah um I also want to kind of address a little bit. I know that, that we said like, hey, bottoms only play with experienced people. And now like if you're someone that's just about to get into top and you're like, wow, that's like when the job application wants you to have 10 years of experience for the entry level position, um, yes, and no. if you're a new, it, it, it can feel like that. If you're a new top, go to classes mm-hmm. because then not only will you learn your skill set and start like nailing that down, usually classes have some ideas of how to practice safely. Um, and also put out there, Hey, I'm trying to learn X, Y, Z. Is there someone that might help me learn it or is willing to learn with me? And there might be bottoms that are willing to learn it with you, understanding that you're not going to be hundred percent skilled yet um i have a i knew a number of people in the bay area that were totally willing to jump in there because they knew how to take care of themselves for safety purposes and they could turn around and give you feedback like that one was a little high that's why i had that pillow there when you hit the pillow you were too high you know what i mean um and you can also ask people that also top to kind of like sit in with scenes with you or like do practice scenes with you and they bring their stunt bottom and they're like okay cool i'm gonna be right here so you know just putting it out there that you're new and learning people are totally willing to help you learn but yeah. you know tell them that don't just be like I a lot of flogger from good vibes now I'm at the party like that might not end well that's probably well that's a really good point skillset.
0: that's a really good point it's an actual skill set and being a top is about someone trusting you with their body and their mind and you aren't mm-hmm. just obligated to that because you say you do it now so you should have to learn some fucking skills right it's not well and if you of. don't and you hurt
1: someone not only have you hurt someone your reputation is a it lot mm-hmm. and your reputation now is that you're a newbie top that doesn't know what they're doing and swings vloggers all crazy yeah. you don't want that yeah you don't want that it's gonna take a while to get past that it'd be easier if you came in and said i'm new with this vlogger and i'm just practicing because I literally trust me, especially younger bottoms who are also learning to bottom will be like, I'll totally practice with you because then they have someone to play with and practice with. And we're both new. And it's like, when you're learning how to have sex, right? Like, it's like, we're both mm-hmm. new to this. We don't have to worry. You know, I knew so- a lot of, um, um, experienced
0: subs who like to play with new doms because they're like, listen, I you can hit me with a brick. It don't matter. I just want to get some, get my jollies off. So let's go, you know? So right. some people are cool with you being inexperienced and they'll even handle some of the errors that might come with your learning process
1: because they know what they yep. their body can handle I've done ask that for before feedback, ask mm-hmm. for, I totally did that when I really was like learning more like 201 301 level skills I was, mm-hmm. that was a very experienced bottom and she was my partner and submissive so she would like ask me for things that I did not yet know how to do and there were some things that I learned specifically for her yeah and as a result, she knew that I was practicing. And once I got up enough of a basic level skill set so that I felt like I could practice, we would then practice together, not in a formal scene type of way in a, am I throwing this at the right part of your body type of way, and she could give me feedback. So like, these things are totally possible. You just have to come in. Like I I didn't come in saying, oh yeah, I totally know how to do that, or I could learn that. Like I came in saying, I've never done that before. I might need to take some classes and this might take me a little bit. And then mm. she was like, oh yeah, this person teaches it, this person teaches it, and then we can totally practice together. So like, another just good, come at it honestly, basically. Another good <laughs> thing to remember is that sometimes folks will come
0: from places like um, you took martial arts or you were in the armed forces and mm-hmm. you think because you learned how to do this skill for self-defense or for murder that it automatically <laughs> translates for cake. <laughs> and it doesn't quite work that way.
1: It really, guess, does it. Like, it really doesn't it really doesn't take your pressure points that you learned from the like, military and bring so them like here calm them. down you need yeah. to you need to not hurt like paralyze do somebody that. By, by squishing their don't neck do that. Like, please yeah. stop. Like, don't stop, do that like stop doing blood <laughs> chokes
0: in the dungeon like what are y'all doing <laughs> so
1: first
0: that's, of all that's don't why, come for my
1: blood chokes in the don't, dungeon listen bitch, you know how okay. to do them properly You can do them. Lola's going to get us kicked out of here. Regardless, my point being is this, right? So
0: (laughs) every experience is not directly translatable. And yes, Yes. you may learn some of that and can use it in kink, but you should not assume because you know one thing you can, you're now qualified to teach it to other people. Exactly.
1: To or other to like people. do those practices that you learn to harm individuals not to pleasurably hurt individuals right like it's like- your martial arts stance is a great thing the way you learn to make a fish in martial arts so you don't break your own thumb is a great thing sure the way you learn to like break someone's nose don't do that don't teach people <laughs> that. don't teach people why would you do that
0: don't teach people how to choke because you learned how to choke for taking people out they want to learn how to how to invoke breathlessness like it's actually a different skill set and it's Mm -hmm. so easy to choke someone without knowing the difference between choking and choking out and Mm -hmm. people don't know that
1: right and like I said but you know everyone at this point pretty much knows that the things that cops and soldiers are taught, mm-hmm. like you said, they're for murder. for murder. They are not interested in whether or not you make it out of this altercation. They're not trying to make you come, bitch. They're trying to kill you with the blood choke. They're so, trying to subdue so you by any means necessary. And if you die, you die, which is not the point when you're so, playing So someone. So when you see
0: some top who's like, I was in the armed forces for five years and now I'm a dom, it's like, cool. Cool story, bro. How long have you been doing King? Exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly so these are the things you need to think about because also it's like no shade to anybody else's experiences are cool but um how did you learn to translate that to this what's different between what you're doing then versus what you would do for me in bed like what type of safety procedures have you set up so that I don't end up missing (laughs) okay
1: fun fact a lot of the I was a master at this in the real world translates better to bottoming it does it's true all your army like shit would i was a dancer a for a- so easy mm. exactly mm. But you know how to black boots already if you were in the army mm. yes you'd be a good little soul soldier for me <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you know how to do push-ups while someone's like watching you do them and mm-hmm. anyway that's all direction that but like i was a dancer for a number of years so like i really can fall into my body and understand what it's doing i also can stretch it properly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bend it properly and like I can also immediately tell if something's wrong because I am used to my body being stretched and pulled and I immediately know if that's not the right direction because I'm used to my body whereas someone that didn't take a whole bunch dance wouldn't have that knowledge of their own body so like all these things that people think make them really good tops actually just make you really good bottoms. <laughs> it's
0: really true. And and talking about being in your body as a top, I think it's interesting because a lot of folks will have an outfit. They're in their outfit, but they're not in their body. And then a lot of bottoms, whether you're wearing an outfit or not, you kind of have to be in your body during the experience. And I noticed one of the things that for switches they would always be in their outfit, but there was some level of like awareness of, I have this, I'm taking this off when we get to a certain point, or it felt like you weren't just this untouchable person wearing a thing. I think a lot of times tops can can create a space between them and their bottom by being fully clothed. Meanwhile, the person Mm -hmm. they're with is very exposed, right? And so switches, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes can play with that by being different levels of undress. When I top fully naked, It's a different energy than when I top wearing a whole bunch of fancy stuff on, you know, Mm -hmm. people react to me differently, even privately, you know, it just so I think that's one of the switchy things that like, I don't know, people expect us to top tops to not be able to be sweaty and enjoying our bodies while we're doing the thing they expect us to be focused on the person that we're doing it with instead of me touching my own nipples me touching my own body while I that's one of
1: the reasons I like really enjoy impact play with like body parts fist feet etc yes because that is like that's one of the times where I will often be pretty naked and also like one of the times where I'm most of my body when I'm topping. yes
0: um
1: and again it's I've been doing it for long enough that I don't have to overthink because I just know where to hit people Mm -hmm. um I'm still kind of thinking more than I would be as a bottom but you know I'm not like precisely thinking in that way that other implements will have you thinking because you don't have an implement in your hands. It's just your hands and feet, right? So that gets to like a really fun primal space when I'm tapping where I'm really in my body. Yeah. I don't know. I think we've said like a lot of great things about switches. I think this
0: was really helpful too. I mean, I've always loved switches the most and- even though I've done lots of different experiences and even if I never submit quote unquote again I still like to bottom occasionally just so I can remember all of those memories right it just like it takes Mm -hmm. me back there to be like this is what it feels like the anticipation the sweating my palms are sweaty like you know I like cussing at my top you and I did that like I love being like Mm -hmm. you motherfucker like that's fun to me being like I'm letting you do this but I'm still gonna complain right? <laughs> which I guess is the closest thing to bratting you and I will ever do
1: I mean I ignored but... you which is what I do to breast <laughs> <laughs> like talk your shit that's fine
0: I know that's half the fun stun I, I, don't, gun. I, don't, I don't know how
1: to <laughs> listen
0: bitch i done the stun gun did I tell you about the scene We okay just real quick I did this scene where I was in a dog cage but the dog cage was shaped like a person So I'm stuffed into this person shaped dog cage and my friend had the stun gun and the safe word was I had to pee on myself. And so he's stun gunning me with this stun gun. And I don't know if you know this, but when you're being stunned, you clench up and you cannot pee on yourself. And so I was, it's a fun fact that I learned that day. Okay, bitch. And um, so I just had to, at some point, I'm like banging on the inside of this dog, sh- this, this human shaped dog cage. And I'm like, I swear to God, it's pee. I swear to God, it's pee. And they look down and there's like three drops. But it was- <laughs> <laughs> just three little wow. drops. Because you cannot pee when you're being stun gun. There you go. Fun fact
1: for Black That's History Month. That's the mom. fact that we should leave y'all with, to be honest. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Do You remember yeah. nothing
1: else about this episode. You cannot
0: pee while switches. you're being stun gunned. I learned nope. that that day. Yep. Uh-huh. True facts. tested for you. Science.
1: All right. On that note. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. Um, everyone have fun. Go switch or not. I guess it's not your jam, but like, honestly, try it. Switches are cool.
0: Yeah, you um, should. I hope you switch and then tell me about it, but do what you want to do. Yeah. All right.
1: Bye. Bye.